Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mirths and Monsters, proud partner of the Odd Audio Network. Find us at www.oddaudionetwork.com. Putting the odd into audio. Promo time! The two that I'm bringing you today are, naturally, excellent. The first is Extraordinary Stories Podcast. This is hosted by fellow Scotsman Barry Henderson. This one's unique, brilliantly done. The research is grand and Baz is Scottish. What more do you need? The second is True Crime Island, hosted by the one and only Cambo. Cambo covers a variety of true crime cases, including ones that relate to social injustice, such as the Greenfell Tower disaster, and he does not hold back from passing on his thoughts. Both his thoughts and these podcasts should be heard. Please check them out and subscribe. You'll not be sorry. Hey, how are you? Let me ask you this. Do you like your stories to be extraordinary? If you do, then welcome to Extraordinary Stories Podcast. Do you like true crime? The details, the emotion, the facts, the real voices of people. Extraordinary Stories Podcast is a place to hear stories of death. Love, sex, murder, the unbelievable, the insane, the weird, the wonderful. If you want to think, laugh, cry and scream, then get into Extraordinary Stories Podcast. It's a place to have real feelings. And just a final warning. The stories are told in a thick <laughs> Scottish accent. Extraordinary Stories Podcast. Do you get mad when listening to true crime? Well, so do I. If you want a weekly true crime podcast that says what you're thinking, then grab a beer and pull up a deck chair. This is Cambo from True Crime Island, another true crime podcast, and maintain the rage with me. Visit truecrimeisland.com where you can download or stream each episode, plus there's links to iTunes and social media. And as I always say, don't forget to delete your browser history. This is True Crime Island. When I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who wakes up next to you. Finn, will you let me know when it's time to record? Right, things to remember. Merthyr's got a 15% discount with the code MONSTERS. Put the link in the show notes. Right, 15% off. MONSTERS. Link in the show notes. And if I haver, yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who's havering to you. I need to tell the Murthers at home how amazing these headphones are. My ears are so cosy. I've been wearing them for hours and it's National Proclaimers Day. I need them on as long as I can. Let me practice, okay. My Regent headphones from Studio Sweden are blooming fantastic. They look smashing. They're comfier than my own bed. 
The regions can last 24 hours or more and I can use them with the wireless Bluetooth to Highland flying safely around the kitchen as I wait for my deep fried Mars bar to cook. How did that sound, Finn? But I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500... What? Oh, that's a good point. Don't forget to mention the free worldwide shipping. Got to hand it to these Swedish wee man. They've got skills. Right, before we start recording, let's slip in some Bay City Rollers while we're here. I won't tell the Proclaimers if you don't. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y Night S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y Night Engage Intro Voice Julia Roberts stars in generic rom-com too. This time... Huh? Oh, of course. My bad. Murthers of all ages, genders, heights, and shapes. Welcome to Mirths and Monsters, the family podcast that takes the unusual and brings them to your lug holes. Be prepared for some chuckles and some really bad accents. I will give my left shoe for some lozenges. Even just a hot lemony drink with a plop of honey. It's starting to affect my role in the choir. On with the pod. Hello, my friends. Pleased to chat to you again. I hope you're happier than me when I've got cheese. Last episode, we met Pierre the Bigfoot and his gorgeous family. And as I'm sure you remember, he took me by surprise when he mentioned the Bigfoot barbecue. I'm sorry, did you say the Bigfoot barbecue? There I did, Babs. Every year a good few of us get together to have a bit of a shindig to catch up and share stories of the most befuddled Bigfoot hunters we've had fun with. That Aussie voice you heard belongs to Calvin. He's a yowie from the southern part of Australia. He's a bit of a joker, but a harmless. Just don't mention cricket, whatever you do. Only thing I know about cricket is that if I can't sleep, it helps me put me right out. I'd keep that to yourself, mate. The door swings open rapidly as a very tall, very thin, short-haired yowie fills a tall, thin sliver of the doorway. This type of entrance must have happened before because Billy had positioned himself behind the door. Turns out he was getting ready to catch it before it bedoinged off the wall. Human! You got a human in your digs, mate! Get him! Yeah, <laughs> Only kidding, mate. I'm Kelvin. Put it there, pal. He strode over and reached me with two languid steps. He held out a giant paw, which engulfed my hand with hairy warmth and strength. So, this is Sukai. Pleasure to meet you. Had lots of good things. But where's Finn? Finn was under the table. He is a brave lad, but stick anyone in a room with a seven and a half foot Australian and you'd be under the table as well. Calvin, bless him, knelt down so as to make himself look less threatening, and with a slow movement placed his paw, palm up, near Finn to offer a treat. Now, scary Aussie or not, there's not much that Finn won't do for a treat. He takes after his dad that way. There you go, wee man. 
I'm friendlier than a koala after eating a barrel full of eucalyptus leaves. Finn eased out from under the table and allowed Calvin to stroke his head before, once again, jumping up for a proper hello. Hello, Uncle Calvin. Fit like are you doing? Billy had managed to extricate himself from behind the door and was approaching Calvin. Billy, get eye. Hang on, wait. I've been practising. I'm nae bad, mate. Fit like yourself. Foo's your dues. I peckin', Uncle Calvin. I couldn't help but laugh at the exchange, but not with malice. More with surprise. You really are pretty top-notch at the Doric, Billy. Just as a quick aside, Foo's your dues translates as how are you doing? Literal translation, how are your pigeons? Which is why you respond with, I peckin'. My pigeons are very well, thank you. Unless you aren't doing so well, then you could reply with mingin' min. Not so good, my fellow. Back to the story. Calvin gave Billy a huge hug and then went to put his beers in the barrel of cold water in the larder. Of course he had beers. Shall we head outside and start setting up? Good idea, love. We strolled outside. I offered to help but was told in no uncertain terms that I was a guest and I was to take a seat. Was I really going to argue with giant bigfeets? New. I watched as Calvin and Mabel went to a wooden hut, opened the door wide, went in, and then walked out with the biggest barbecue grill I've ever seen. I know, I shouldn't have been surprised, but this thing was so big, my first thought was, and where were you the night the Titanic sank? Pierre and Billy were getting logs from the pile, and as they were setting up, I asked Pierre, who else are you expecting to come today? Well, there should be a gong. He's a yearin from China. I think that Misha will be here. She's a yeti from the Siberian region. They should be here, but it may not be till tomorrow. What I do know is that Tyler and Edison will be here any time now. They don't live that far from here, actually. The other thing that I definitely know is that Calvin is very unexpectedly and unusually early. Yeah, to be fair, I'm normally the last one to show up. But there's a reason I'm early. Well, not early, I'm on time. I had an encounter with a hunter. Ooh, what happened? Don't you worry, mate. You'll find out. We wait until it gets dark, and we've had some tucker before we share our stories. May I, mother? Of course, Billy. You see, CK, Ian o' the best things about the meetup is that our pals share their best tales about encounters with the Bigfoot hunters. Oh, this should be interesting. At that point, I heard more noises from the woods. Still made me jump, but I quickly realised that this must be Tyler and Addison, the sibling Sasquatches. Like turtling. Get on the mall. Better So, this is Tyler and Addison. I watched the woods as two almost identical female bigfeets walked out into the clearing. One was carrying what looked like a large padded book, 
and the other carried a large wooden box. They joined us and there were hugs all round, then they were introduced to me. See Kai, this is Toiler and Edison. They walked over to me and as one was about to speak. The way to tell the difference is that I'm two inches taller than Edison. She's smaller. Tyler looked very pleased with herself until Addison added, Yeah, but only because I'm younger. She's old, CK. There was some gentle shoving back and forth between them. It's a pleasure to meet you both. I'm sure I'll be able to distinguish between the two of you. They stopped shoving and seemed to realise they were both carrying objects. Like, where should we put the food, my ball? Just pop it by the grill. It's all going to get cooked up in a one-hour, girls. When you're done, get yourselves comfy when you're ready to start the cooking. Tyler put the box by the grill, then her, Addison and Billy all took a seat on the warm grass. They were younger, but started chatting like the old friends that they were. Now, my amazing Marthers. Earth, as things are progressing with the barbecue, and before the stories begin, let me tell you about the Studio Sweden headphones. They really are the business. They are the knees of the bees. The design is gorgeous, and when I was wearing them last night when I took Finn out for his W, I felt proper resplendent. Not to mention the build quality, the comfort, the free worldwide shipping, and the sound quality. Man alive, it's good. I have the Regent set in black, the over-the-ears set, but they do have different colours available for those of you with multicoloured ears. And don't forget you get 15% discount by using the code MONSTERS. The link will be in the show notes. Now, who wants to hear some Bigfoot stories? Aye, me too. Sit back and enjoy, my friends. My friends, thank you for making the journey to our home. As always, it's a joy to my eyes and my ears to have you here. So, as we know, distance dictates. Kelvin, please tell us your favourite hunter story of the past year. Cheers, Pierre. As always, you've welcomed us all with grace and happiness. To you. We all raised our drinks to Pierre, Mabel and Billy, and it was a nice wee moment. So, let me tell you about the beauty I had very recently. I was wandering round the outback, as I do, looking for some grub and having a general look-see. It was an absolute scorcher of a day, and I must admit I was feeling a bit distracted but was aware enough to see a trap. It was a standard kind of pit, covered with a tarpaulin that was supposed to blend in. Then you had your branches and stuff on top of that. It wasn't bad, but, you know, you seen one, you kind of seen them all. Anyway, I had a good old sniff around to make sure that there were no humans around and there weren't. What I find funny is that Bigfoot smell that hunters like to wear to try and hide themselves with. I guess we should be offended that they seem to think we smell like honey badger pee, but aye, it helps us in the long run. So, 
I went back to my lair, got some tinnies, headed back to the trap. Then I settled myself up in the high branches of an Australian beech tree, or as I like to call it, a beech tree. Just before I did that, though, I left a nice surprise for whoever left the trap. And then I waited. It was starting to get darker. Not quite night, but a lovely red sunset was heading down just as the guy showed up. I could hear crunching from about two to three miles away. I could tell by his steps he was trying to be quiet, but he was clumping along like a river dancer in Rhino. Anyway, I could hear him gasp with excitement when he saw the trap had been tripped. Seriously, he was giddy and chirping like a little kid. I was watching him as he got closer to the edge. He inched closer and closer, and when he was about four steps from the edge, I gave the signal. Kaka! Kaka! He couldn't help but look up to where I was. He saw me, but before he could do anything, that's when Bernie jumped out of the hole and landed behind him. Now, I know you've not met Bernie, but you know that he's one of the biggest kangaroos in the Southern Hemisphere. So, this guy slowly turned round and looked in terror at this giant roo. Now, Roos normally top out around seven to eight foot, but Bernie, blimey, he's over nine foot and built like a brick outhouse. Now this hunter stuck to the ground with fear, and then Bernie did something that nearly had me laughing me behind off. He started flexing like a bodybuilder. In each pose he did, he went... Now the thing that was funniest was while he was doing it, he did it with a totally straight face and making constant eye contact with the guy. I let him have his fun for a couple more minutes before I decided to do my bit. So, as I jumped out the tree, I gave the traditional yowie cry of... That's not a knife. I jumped and landed in between the hunter and Bernie. I winked at Bernie who winked back and with a final... <gasps> he bounded off into the darkness. I slowly turned and looked down at this quivering little thing. I said... Boo. Then he suddenly remembered he had legs and he took off faster than a kookaburra with a rocket up its nethers. We all laughed at the poor hunter, and I was amazed at the idea of opposing kangaroo. After the guy ran off, I filled in the trip, went back, and had a really good sleep. Oh, that was a cracker. I remember Bernie from previous stories. It's good to hear he's doing well. Mabel looked at Tyler and Addison. Okay, girls, 
Share your story. Thank you, my ball. As always, you have welcomed us all with grace and happiness. To you. We all raised our drinks again to Pierre, Mabel and Billy. I loved the respect that was being shown. Tyler began. So, our story involves a sloppier type of hunter. You know, the kind covered in camouflage, more patches on his jacket than a rock van, an all-purpose tent and alcohol. Lots and lots of alcohol. Addison took over. We had been out foraging. It's like mushroom season just now. And as we were picking, I caught a whiff of something familiar. Booze. Ick. It was still light, so we took note of where we were for later and carried on picking. When it got dark, and after having a delicious mushroom risotto, we ventured out and it wasn't too long before we had his camp in our view. Not only did we have his camp in our view, he was in our view. He was so drunk that he hadn't even made it to his tent. Face down on a half-open sleeping bag, beer can still cradled in one hand. Tyler resumed. I had noticed that he had a lot of equipment, part of which was a digital camera. I remember the first time I saw a camera. It freaked me out. After time, you learn about the kind of things that these hunters use. We may still be young in terms of a Sasquatch, but compared to humans, we are ancient. They all giggled at this, and I smiled at the gentle ribbing. So, I saw the camera. Edison saw it soon after, and we looked at each other and knew what to do. We walked into his camp. Didn't even have to be quiet. He was snoring so loudly. Wow. It sounded like he had a drill up his nose. What we did was grab his camera and took a ridiculous amount of photos. We've all seen the photos of our kind. They're always blurry or out of focus. Far away. None of them look like us is the point. And the clearer they are, the less likely they are to be real. So Tyler took pics of me standing beside a tree, just casually leaning on again, waving, throwing a peace sign. I took his head from his head and wore it at a jaunty angle. You get the idea. Then I took the camera and Tyler held the guy up, put her finger up his nose, <laughs> did bunny ears behind him and gave him a quick peck on the cheek. Now to his credit, he did have a lot of equipment with him. So we were able to print off the pictures. As they told the story, the large book that I saw was in fact a photo album. It was being passed round, and when it finally came to me I couldn't help but laugh loudly as I saw them both smiling broadly and posing. Now I know that from a human perspective, people would see these pics and they wouldn't believe one frame. They were too clear, they were too real, and bunny ears? No. It was the perfect prank. Billy in particular, being of a similar age, was loving the idea. Tears of laughter were soaking his hairy face. Once we settled, Calvin said, How about you, Pierre? Have any of you had an encounter? Well, it's been pretty quiet, but there is one that stands out. So, a couple of full moons back, I was out in the woods on the prowl for some food for the family when I breathed in a familiar smell. Honey badger pee. A hunter was afoot. Now pun intended. 
I followed my nose and after about four miles I found him. Just the one. Now that's a bit unusual for a place so dense as here. Anyway, obviously I know the area a step, where to not. I stood still when I was about 30 feet away. In metres, that's roughly not far. I watched him bent over and I realised he was setting up a spring trap. The one where you put your foot in the hoop of a rope. It snaps round your ankle and you end up upside down wondering what happened. I kept my eye on him and after a few minutes he'd set up the trap. Now before he had a chance, I roared. Haggis! The shock of it took him totally by surprise. He jumped in the air when he felt his foot landed inside the rope. Turns out he'd said it perfectly because with a yelp and a swoosh he found himself upside down. I walked over to him, showing a lot of teeth and rumbling at the back of my throat. I got close to him. I lowered my head next to his. I opened my mouth wide and said, Oogie boogie boogie boogie. Oogie boogie 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 and I started to tickle him. Well, he didn't know what to do. He was terrified but he was being tickled. I'm not sure I can recreate the noise. It was along the lines of Ah ah he he No stop it stop it stop it Oh ah ah All of us lost it. The image and the noises were just too much to take. After a few minutes, we managed to settle down again. The smell of the food being cooked was filling our nostrils. It was a gorgeous evening, no clouds, stars everywhere, and there was great company. And that's where I'm going to leave it, my friends. Finn was fast asleep at Billy's feet, and I think he was dreaming of chasing Bigfoot hunters. Good boy. I've got a couple of announcements after the music. Would very much appreciate a couple minutes more of your time. Till next time, my friends. Slancha. Your good health. Okie dokie folkies, here is where I tell you where you can find me. So, on the Twitter, at Mirths and Monsters. I'm on Instagram where you can send me any artwork. Now I've seen some from Mirths and oh boy is there some talent out there. You can find me at Mirths and Monsters pod. Now there's a Facebook page is Mirths and Monsters and the group is Mirths and Monsters group aka Finn's Fan Club. Like the page and request to join the group and it's a great place for pet pics and amazing Marthers. There's a website, www.marthsandmonsters.com. You can listen to episodes from there. There are links to the Marths store. You can leave comments. It's just really lovely. Finally, and very, very importantly, I want to say a massive hello and a gigantic thank you to Nikki one of the hosts from Colour Me Dead podcast, for being the newest patron and at the topest level as well. Nicky, you and your kids rule.
Now, if anyone else would care to become a patron and donate anything, it starts at $1. And believe me, everything counts and everything is very welcome. If you would care to, then head to Podbean. It's www.patron.podbean.com forward slash mirths and monsters. So to all new and current patrons, you're making things fantastic. Thank you. Till next time, Tati Fling! <laughs>